Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, baby face, Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pal, Martin Weiss, my dear, dear pal, our dear, dear pal, Dave Damashek is not with us. His father, uh, unfortunately, passed away. He gave a Loving tribute to his dad on Instagram. Check it out. I had no idea the family was from Pittsburgh, Martin, but um, he goes on to talk about it. <laughs> and uh, all kidding aside, prayers go out to Dave and Mo Damashek and the family, and we hope to see him next week. Now, here's a great segue. The reason we have so many Emmys. Our June prop culture winner, Eric Gatter, nine right, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Martin, we have the July prop culture up. ExtraPoints.com slash arcade. Let me give you a little sampling. You answer me okay. if you know. Will Prince, Prince Harry or Meghan Markle be seen at either the men's or women's Wimbledon finals? Oh, man. That's a good question. Are they going to be recording podcasts while there? If not, <laughs> definitely not. If that's on the schedule. Because I hear there's some freaking grifters. Yeah, um, they are some freaking, maybe even not even freaking. I mean, the, some people go as far as to use the real word. But, yeah, the, I don't know what grifters' plans are for the Wimbledon's final. So you're saying, yeah, no. Yeah, no, this is what happens. They walk in, they try to get their ticket scanned, and they're fake because they're grifters. And all I of a sudden, they, they, you know, you know this, the phone goes, and no, sorry, ex-royalty, you're not watching Wimbledon. See Where do they here. go next? Because the royalty has said, well, you're not really welcome here in England. And, you know, I don't think the press likes them over there. And our royalty, Bill Simmons, it says, well, you're not welcome here anymore. What do you do if you're Harry and Meghan? What's the damage control, Martin? What if you're Prince Harry, you're, you're Prince Martin, and uh, what do you, uh, Martin Markle, you, you and Meghan Markle, what do you do? They really played everything wrong. I don't understand why they, <laughs> they did, did it like this. Because... <laughs> Now's the time to be like your podcast should be. You could be if you're if you're doing it the right way, you could have your podcast on TV. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm told. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've been know. told that too. But yeah, all right, um, good point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, I, that uh, yeah, they lost, they fumbled. I mean, to the point. I have a feeling like you know, as I'm thinking about it, the only people I didn't see at the white party at Michael Rubin's white party were Harry and Meghan. You know, it's That's funny. I, that was next. I was going to ask you. I, I was going to ask you about your 4th of July. I didn't see you at Michael Rubin's insane star studded uh, Hamptons white party, which was surprising to me because you have the outfit for it. I've seen it before. Um, who would you be most uh, excited to see at that party? Man, honestly, my first takeaway from looking at all those pictures was. If I was at a level in which I knew a lot of the people in those pictures and was not like that. You, if you didn't get invited to that part, you gotta be a celebrity lane. Like there was so many celebrities there. Like, yeah, I have this theory that, you know, just like in high school, you had the popular kids and all the way down to the lanes. Like, mm -hmm. so I feel like celebrity can't be that different in terms of the movies and TV shows. Like you probably have like, like, if you look at the basketball hierarchy, for example, you'd have Michael Jordan up there. He'd be, like, you know, top of the line. Then right. you have, like, Bonzi Wells. He's fine. He's just there. <laughs> but, like, 
You know, he's there in the history, right? But he's not, he wasn't like a loser. He wasn't super popular. And then you have, you know, you know, uh, Bradford Smith, for example, who's only claimed to wow, fame. Wow, you really thought life. about this. Yeah. Well, I, this is all the top of the head in terms of the examples. But his only yeah. claim to fame is that Michael Jordan, you know, made up the fact that he was talking stuff to him. <laughs> like, that's right. really it. No one knew who he was before the last dance. And so... Yeah. I'm so you wouldn't expect I, to see him at Michael. Yeah, well, I'm doing something wrong, though, because my birthday, I, we joked about it, or I was serious about it before the podcast. I ate like bad crawfish with my my mother and my wife and kids and my aunt and uncle. And uh, they have no white party. But, um, yeah, this is the way to do it, Martin. We got to get invited to one of these. I would say I think in terms of outfits, I appreciated Devin Booker with the Red mm-hmm. Wings hat because – it varied. Oh. It told. It was a line step to the all white move because it had a red hat on, but it was mm. red and white, and the rest was all white. I like that a lot. The one that I think I would have to go with though is Joe Burrow's outfit. Yeah. I saw that outfit and then thought, I'm probably going to have to try to wear that at some point this summer. Really, he does it oh, right. Yeah. I th- was he at the Kentucky Derby too with the nice out? He 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 needs to figure it all out. I think. Yeah, I, he yeah. gets credit for trying. I give him a lot of credit for trying. Sometimes it's, eh, sometimes he swings and misses, but Mm -hmm. you got to swing. Yeah. You deserve uh, to be at this all white, but you've been to enough all white parties, but not, not a Michael Rubin all white party. By the way, you could tweet that if you want. Um, I'll thread it, right? Twitter's dead. Just ask Eddie. (laughs) Thread the the hell out of that. Um, I do want to talk because I think it's two weeks since I've seen you. We were off last week and then we did one last Thursday and we're off the fourth. Anyway, I don't have to explain why why we're here now. But uh, we missed a lot of the free agency, the NBA free agency. And because I like to focus so much on the negative, I want to ask you, which was the worst NBA free agent signing so far? I'll give you a choice of three, or you could go off the board and take the field. Dylan Brooks, four for 80 million. Jeremy Grant, five for 160. Max Struess, four for 63. I think it... It's not Dylan Brooks as much it's as we would Dylan like it to Brooks. be. As okay. much as we would like it to be. As, as ugly as his last five, six games of the postseason were, it's not Dylan Brooks. Although it's, he needs to send his agent an edible arrangement because how in the world he got a $5 million raise over the next four years after yeah. what happened. That's incredible. You don't want to uh, say you know everybody's ceiling at this point, but I kind of feel like we've seen the best of Dylan Brooks, right? And it ain't four but, for eighty. Yeah. Yeah, but the but the worst of Dylan Brooks is not is not nearly. I mean, I think we saw the worst in the playoffs. Like we okay. we've seen he, he was he was he was functional against the the uh, the Warriors in in years past. So I I don't I don't hate it. Jeremy Grant though, you know I I don't know what what Portland Portland it's like had three aces on the flush. And it's like, I fold. Like, I don't understand, like, what are they doing in terms of, like, you could have traded three. You could have traded, like, at, at Lillard. Like, at some at any point, you could have set yourself up to do something like not give Jeremy Grant five yeah. years, $160 million guaranteed for a guy who's going to be a maybe a 20-point 20, 20 score for a team that's going to win 30 games. Right. So I, and I was thinking about this. Yeah. Aside from the duration, five years and 160 million, the, the number, the actual number they got to pay him, it may have forced Damian Lillard out. Right. So in that <laughs> regard, it was the worst 
of all the deals, I think. Uh, are you about to – are you going to conclude Jeremy Grant is your answer? Yeah, I think, I think it's, okay. it's Jeremy Grant because it's like if you're the Trailblazers and you're thinking, all right, we're going to try to keep Dame, and then you look around and this is the moves that you make, well, you should have just traded him before he ever asked for a trade. You should have right. traded him at the draft. You could have – like now you're sitting in – now you're in this weird spot where you owe – him absolutely zero besides the money remaining on his contract. But you have yeah. this also this this force from the top of saying, well, you know, you have to do right by your stars and no one will ever sign there again and so on and so forth. And I kind of feel it. I think they should kind of do right by him. But uh, but yeah, I just they they handled this situation as poorly as could be. So where does Dame Lillard go? If he wants to go, he, he seems to want to go to Miami. And so if it's not Miami, if they can't make that work, is he just stuck on Portland or is there another team who would, I mean, other teams could obviously use him. I don't know how the money um, sets up, but uh, which team other than Miami do you think would be interesting, would move the odds the most as we look at it now? I think, uh, well, move the odds the most. The one thing that would be interesting is Boston, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I don't know how much it would move the odds from, you know, what are they, fourth to first or second yeah, to first yeah. or something like that, right? But um, I've been hearing stuff like Utah and uh, San Antonio with all this cap space. Like, leave that alone. Like, I have right. zero interest in that. Um, if to me, if, it, if I'm him, it'd be Miami or bust. Like, if you're not going to trade me to Miami, I'll just stay here. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you're not going to put me on a team in which I can go and be a, you know, a number two, right? You're a number one. You're right there with Jimmy. And, right. you know, the this postseason, your last your last three minutes, wide open, pal. You want to shoot it? Go ahead. Duncan Robinson had 16 fourth quarter points in the first two games of the finals, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, there's an opportunity, pal. But if no, I, I don't think otherwise, yeah, I don't think it matters much to these guys, but I feel like, you know, James Harden, people don't like him, even whatever word of the all white party. Fine. But um, this is now three trades he's requested, right? Dame is in for one. People still like Dame. People still feel bad for Dame. If, if he decides to stay, we're definitely going through this again next year. Right. Unless Portland makes some kind of insane run. At the title. Oh, they're not making any. That, that I mean, that run's not happening. But I'll say that if, if he I decides I mean, there are 200 to, stay, to 1 odds on Caesars to win the whole thing right now. If he decides to stay, I personally am not doing it again next year. I'm out. I'm done. I'm, after done. this trade deadline, I'm done. I'm sick of hearing about it. It's it can't like, be done because it, the trade deadline every year falls at a terrible part of the calendar sports-wise. So we are for sure talking about it. That We're just forced to. We got no, no, no choice. I'm going to start talking about uh, Otani hitting 15 home runs in June. If, if we're still you. debating, if we're still debating on uh, Damian Lillard getting traded, I'll find some damn baseball to talk about. <laughs> Tim Anderson is out there going viral. We can figure something to do. All like, right. I, I, I can't, I can't anymore. It's, yeah. you know, in journalism school, so how we learn, you know, it's, it's certain things are not news. Dog bites, mm. man, is not news. Now, if a right. man bit a dog, that's news. All right. Ooh. That's something that doesn't happen every day. Damian Lillard wanted to mm -hmm. stay in Portland. It's not news. Call me when he bites a dog.
Exactly. That's what we need. If anyone's planning on biting a dog, any humans do it in the, right now, early July, late June, because there's nothing else going on. Although babyface Joel Solomon has breaking news, apparently. Well, not necessarily breaking, but it was interesting. I mean, Ramona Shelbourne talked about it today that potentially Lillard could have ended up in Golden State or at least would have welcomed that trade before uh, Chris Paul ended up going there. Had they <laughs> had the Warriors just waited. But it is. It's just I, I think it will end up in, in Miami. I mean, the same thing happened with A.D. Oh, no, he we're not. The league's not going to let him go to the Lakers. Well, that's right. the only place he wanted to come. And. And it, of, of course it happened. So it's inevitable. And like Martin said, we just have to find other things to talk about. Because the first thing I know, I don't, I don't love it either, but I, you know, I want to see a chart on how many shots teams have left in their starting lineup. You know what I mean? Because it's the first thing you said, I thought of when you said Damian Lillard, Golden State, I'm like, there's no shots for him. There aren't somebody's got to, that's got to be a trade, right? So you got a net negative yeah. a trade for I don't know, clay thompson i'm now going to say something that doesn't make any sense or can't happen but right isn't that how you look at it martin like no this team needs shots uh draymond green's great for most teams because uh most teams are out of shots right um but he went back to golden state so that that's what i look at i would like to see that so i think that's part of what it is right it's you, all right let's point to like boston for example well if damian yeah. goes to boston then you were pretty sure that they're breaking up Tatum and Brown. If yeah, like, you're 22 if Damian, shots over over uh, the cap at that point, unless you trade <laughs> right, Tatum or Brown. If if, if the uh, if, if somehow Lillard to Golden State had mm-hmm. happened, you'd be pretty sure that Clay Thompson would likely be a part of that deal coming back, which is probably a big part of the reason why it never occurred. Because at a certain right. point, when you're looking at these teams that have a shot to contend. They mm-hmm. almost all have a kind of a, a stalwart or mainstay in the backcourt where if you were to t- move Damian Lillard in, then it's like, all right, we are now taking a big bet on a 33-year-old guy and we've already had our kind of homegrown or at least, you know, like me, a L.A. transplant's been here for seven years. I'm basically a local, like right. that type of situation. When So like that, so like I think that's what you end up seeing because if he was 27, I feel like, They'd be like, all right, yeah, bet. Give me this. Like, let me get out of here, Jalen Brown, or get out of here, Clay yeah. Thompson, or whoever. But he's, but he's not. You know what? I need to see. I need to see Dame in the summer league. That's how I make all my determinations <laughs> about who's going to be good. Have you been following? Um, you know, we've seen like a week of it now. I've seen a little bit. I've, well, I've seen the headlines. Uh, Brandon Miller apparently is like has like eight points in four games, and that's uh, that's great. Yeah, he had something like seven fouls at halftime of the first game or something crazy. I think he forgot how to play. Now, to me, the rookie or the summer league is more like a lie detector test. I said this on Against All Odds. It's not going to count for you if you pass the lie detector test uh, so much as people will say, aha, you did it if you fail the lie detector test. So Chet Holmgren, great, four or five blocks a game, um, not, not putting him in the Hall of Fame just yet. But Brandon Miller turns the ball over like, oh, they have a problem. That's it. You can't be bad in the summer league, right? It's it's going to count against you where the good stuff won't uh, rise you to uh, levels. No, abs- you're absolutely right. And the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand about summer league, because this is wild, because this thing of 10 years ago, I would like DVR summer league games and watch them throughout the summer because there would be nothing else on TVs. And the watch. Then I ended up going to him once I moved to Los Angeles. And it was the Zion one was the 
the Lonzo one was the first oh, yeah. big one. The Zion yeah. one was the first huge one. Now they're about to do this NBA con, like a la Santa con or Comic Con mm-hmm. in Vegas during summer league. And I just want to remind everybody, it's right now. It's hot as hell in Vegas in July. We don't need more things in Vegas in July for the NBA. We need less. Right. Two weeks for summer league is too long. Yeah, but they do have that orb now, that giant weird orb in the middle of of the desert there in Vegas that we're going to have to check out. They put weird things on it. By the way, we got to get Harry on there. We got to get Harry's, um, maybe Harry's head, Joel. Have you seen this orb in Vegas? Oh, it's amazing. It's incredible. It's incredible. And, uh, I, I, I think this is it's a great gonna cause 20 car accidents a day and maybe even a, a, you know, a bad landing for a flight, a Southwest flight. Yeah. Harry just in, in the hot tub being broadcast <laughs> yeah. on the sphere. This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is great. But uh, also I, I find it the Shed Holmgren, not so much the numbers he's putting up on the court, but his numbers off the court, he put on 13 pounds, which I don't know if, mm-hmm. if he's going to Vegas buffets, but I love that this is like huge news that he put on 13 pounds. He's up to 208. That's like yeah. not a lot. It was, it's like not a lot of weight. <laughs> like, right. He's going the right it. way though. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and- oh you think so? You think at 195, <laughs> you don't think he had any, yeah. any space to lose? Well, again, if he if he got down to one seventy seven, I think it's a problem. <laughs> I was gonna get thrown. I got up. Mark Gunnels. I got Mark Gunnels texting me tweets about look at the transformation in Chet Holmgren <laughs> from one ninety four to two oh eight. And I yeah. I came up with this at the Super Bowl, and I'm gonna stick with it. As I saw mm-hmm. all those professional football players walking around me, the more your body type looks like me. The more out I'm on is you as an athlete. I'm oh, out. Really? I'm done. If you, Chet Holmgren, don't outweigh me and this 235 <laughs> by the time you get into the league and start playing real minutes, I'm out. I'm, I'm, I'm still out. I'm that much more out. You want to see Chet Holmgren on my 600-pound life. Otherwise, you're not buying it. You don't. I mean, really. He's got to get there. He's got to wear at least a 34 in the waist. I think okay. that's fair. Is that fair? Come on, I've been wearing a 34 since I was in the ninth grade. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on. There's your challenge, Chet. A 34. That's the number you have to hit. No triple doubles, no blocks. 34. Where are the 34? Um, I do want to say, now this is, uh, although there's no, it's insane to me, there's no footage of this. Britney Spears is saying she got slapped by uh, Victor Wembanyama, who has not participated in the Summer League. But um, this is the big story out of anybody. Not by him. It was slapped by Victor Wembanyama and uh, Spurs security. So security smacked her in the face. There's no video of this, although now I'm seeing stills of her. Uh, yeah, I've read the story. Contact. Yeah. But that's the thing. See, because if it, if it was Victor, I kinda, it kind of makes sense that there'd be no video because his arm is so long, they may oh, not I be see. able to catch it all the way in frame. Right, so you right, end up right. just seeing like an elbow or, you know, you see from elbow down, it's just this hand that comes out of the heavens. It just knocks down. Yeah, he smacked you know, it from the, the next 2000s room. pop star. You know, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people are arguing, well, um, he wouldn't even know who she was. Um, she hasn't had a hit since he was born. There's all sorts of stuff. But anyway, this is this is his summer league. He has to watch as Britney takes a tumble at the hands, uh, allegedly, of his security staff. Yeah, I don't. Um, so how did he end up yeah. on this? 
Where do you end up on this? I feel like, because I feel like you know a decent amount of people, or at least are arms length away from a decent amount of people who would qualify in the Britney Spears category of like, they are definitely famous, however, mm-hmm. have not necessarily done anything in their fame, in their realm for like five, 10 years, right? Or whatever, to the point where it's like yeah. a 19-year-old would not necessarily know who they are, but if you're in your 30s, you absolutely would. Either way. But what about like I, by eyeballing her, he might not know her. But if they're in the same room at this at some point, I would think someone would whisper in his ear, that's Britney Spears. And I think it would register. I don't think women should get slapped. Is that what you're asking me? I'm going to go on. No, record yeah, I, was, I was about yeah. to get to that point of like, you know, regardless, <laughs> probably uh, probably want to avoid the contact in general. Yes. But I was thinking about this in like the Howard Stern thing when he's talking about none of the players come up and talk to him. And it's like, well, right. none of them know who you are. Yeah, similar thing. You know? Yeah. She is was, in the in the, in the news know. for a lot of not, maybe not great reasons lately. Right. So that's maybe how he would know her more than uh, oops, I did it again. Um, but <laughs> oops, yeah, this is uh, this is something else. This is his summer league. Um, listen, let's take a quick break. We'll give Caesar some love. And then we have some NFL to talk about play of the day. And we'll get out of here. We'll be right back. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app. It's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9 with it. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplineMA.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, NFL news that we missed, Martin, since uh, I last saw you. I think they suspended four guys, two of them Colts, uh, Isaiah Rogers. They cut, and then the Colts ended up cutting the two of them. And it's gotten bad because they reiterated their policy as like a six prong policy. You can't gamble on, uh, you know, on NFL facilities. You can't do that in facilities. You can't, I feel like I can't get on any of these sites in some 
like some hotels and stuff. Like, I don't know why the facilities don't just ban it right there, uh, you know, through one of their IP and stuff. Um, you know, you can't bet on football. You can't be in a fantasy league that pays out X amount. There's all stuff, sorts of stuff. And then you had the Patriots cornerback saying, hey, we're risking our lives. Why can't we risk $1,000 on games? I feel like this is just just easy. Just have these guys sign something saying, hey, we know the rules and we're going to abide by them. And if they don't, they get suspended, right? You can't play this game. I didn't know. We didn't know. They didn't say this enough. Just put them out in front of the guys and they'll sign it. And that's that, isn't it? I mean, plus two, like ignorance of the law doesn't absolve you from the right. consequences of it, right? Like just because you didn't know, like you're, you you were supposed to know. Like mm-hmm. in every baseball clubhouse is big rule 27 or rule 20. You know, 27 or 21, but whatever it is, it's like you, if you bet on this, you will be banished and and sentenced to hell for life. Like, don't you dare ever think about it or we'll put you in the same place we put Pete Rose. Right. It's like, I I don't get how that's not the same thing. And then you hear people talking about like the NFL has tons of hypocrisy, right? Professional sports in general, tons of hypocrisy. But one of them that I just can't square the circle around is the idea that because you see BetMGM or Caesars or FanDuel mm-hmm. commercials during a game. Now, all, all of a sudden, players have this big gray area over what they're supposed to do and not do. Mm-hmm. Like, a significant portion of the NBA at times has been under 21 years old. Did they think because that they were playing Budweiser ads during the commercials, they could go drink and drive? Right. No. Or on the sidelines, you know, it doesn't make like, do you buy nation? Do you think that every quarterback has nationwide insurance because Peyton Manning was the first one to say chicken parm? It tastes so good. That I think is actually true. Yes, I do. I do actually. (laughs) But it's like, it's just like sometimes like we give people so little like credit in terms of their ability to think and do like, no, Mm -hmm. like he was just dumb. Isaiah Rogers was just dumb to do it. He wasn't smart. He signed up with his own email address. A couple of reasons why it's dumb. First of all, I've not seen a number that I'm satisfied with. These guys say, oh, they're only betting 40 or $50. Like, okay, if you're only betting 40 or $50, that's stupid. That's stupid to risk If you're only betting 40 or $50, it's not going to put you in a different tax bracket. Now, if you're betting 25 or $30,000, well, you could see the problem with that, can't you? Like, all right, at least I guess you're trying to get ahead of the game, but, um, you know, we'll pay for a little summer vacation or something. But you could for sure see why um, teams would be and the league would be upset with you, especially when it's a player prop. I mean, he played the Cole, he bet the player, he definitely bet Jonathan Taylor under, right? He definitely said, hey, I have seen sure. him in the locker room. Um, you know, it's not looking good for him. This student. And if he does, he's taking a risk. I'm going under. I, I don't know. I'm saying definitely there are a million problems with this. And the other big problem is the gambling companies are it's a huge influx of cash into the league, into the players pool. You don't want to screw with this. You're really, really you're biting the hand that feeds you. Literally, maybe not literally, but for God's sakes, get it right. Don't gamble on football if you're a football player. It's not that hard. It's like it's like if you were going to buy drugs and you knew the guy on the corner was an undercover cop and you went down. up anyway and was like, yeah. hey, I'd like this. And then get surprised when he arrests you. Yeah. It's like, like, it's like what were you like? 
Nah, man, two plus two is four. It's the same people. They're not paying you out. They're turning you in. Right. They're turning you in. They don't want you here. All right. So let's get off this a second because we are going to play football in September, and I'm already excited about it. But, Martin, you are not as excited as the Saints are your favorite team. You've made it known. You're not – you're not jazzed about the Derek Carr signing. They are favored to win the division. That's sort of like the first goal, right? But you're like, no, it doesn't matter. We're not going to win the Super Bowl. So uh, why are we stuck with Carr? But I want us to look at all these schedules of our favorite teams. Pick three games that you could, if you could definitely have your team win three games, which would it be? I don't know if you've looked at the schedule, but... I got it up right now. Okay. The thing that making me it's making me sick is this schedule should be cake. If only the Saints team was going to be any good. This Why year. is it sick? Me. You're going to win the division. Why? It Why? makes me sick. Oh, Do you see that thread that I know you were off the last two weeks, but Warren Sharp uh, posted a thread of Derek Carr in, inside the ten yard line, and it just mm-hmm. oh my god, it was a disaster. If I had to pick three. To win, it's not as fun with your team now that I look at it. I have to be honest; <laughs> it's like they it really is, should I mean, win all these games. I mean, we got we got the Titans with no quarterbacks. <laughs> they have less quarterbacks than the Saints do. I mean, your your road games are at New England, at the Colts, at Minnesota. Fine, I don't know. You want to pick that game at Minnesota? Which which would be your three? Yeah, you know what? Let's do that. All right, I want the Viking. I want to beat the Vikings. So that way the Lions have a better shot to win the division. Because I do mm-hmm. think ultimately I had Minnesota winning the division at the start, but then free agency happened and they just kept losing, uh, losing people. So I, let's yeah, let's do that. All right. Okay. Let's I picked the Vikings to lose mm-hmm. and the Bears to lose. And All then right. uh they should have one of the Packers. There we go. Saints go undefeated against the NSG North to 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 well, that's fun. the team. That actually has a shot to do something, and we'll make the playoffs as a wild card, the Detroit Lions. Okay. All right. Oh, I see. That's how I should have done it. But everyone's picking the Lions. All right, Spaghetti, I want you to play this, too. Did you look at the schedule, or do you need a minute? Because I can get my picks. What do you um? What do, you want to York, do for the Giants? The New York Giants schedule, three games, very easy. Eagles okay. twice, Cowboys once. Interesting. <laughs> it's well, just which, been which, so long. It's been so, so long since the Giants were successful versus teams in the division, not named Washington. Um, yeah. I desperately want that. Uh, I mean, if you want a, an answer, non-division, I'll most likely be at the Vegas Raiders game to see them in person. So I like to you win that, that on the road. Big road game two versus Niners up in the Bay Area. Like that would be a nice one to win as well. Um, they do play Martin Saints, uh, and there is a game down in South Beach versus Dolphins. So a lot of tough road games. I wouldn't mind those. But mm-hmm. my honest answer, though, I really want those division games because the Giants have been brutal in division. Well, okay, that's fair, and that's fine. It's similar to what I'm going to pick. So both Eagles games means home and away. Which Giants? Which win do you take? Do you take the week one week against the Cowboy a uh, game against Cowboys, or when you're at Dallas? I would like the home game. Um, the first one. Give the Three fans times. something nice to cheer for. Be a great start. You're there. Yeah. You know, first tailgate. You want to enjoy it. Uh, I'm winning on the road. Doesn't do much, um, you know, because you're supposed to really lose that away game anyway. So I, I want I want the home game. Well, I'm with you. As a Cowboys fan, I'm also taking that week one against the Giants on the road because it sets the tone also, right? So you want to, if we could win at the Giants, and then even though I'll probably be or should be an eight or nine point favorite, I'm taking the commanders on Thanksgiving because I just hate losing the Thanksgiving game. 
It's disgusting. It ruins the whole weekend and it ruins everything. And then I'll say at Eagles week nine, uh, let's win on the road at the Eagles. That's a primetime game. So those are my picks. All right. That was fun, I think. <laughs> we gotta, that's how you do it. Hey, let's take another break. We're going to do our uh, play of the day. We'll be right back. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I play the day, Mark. You've been following the baseball. I've been betting more baseball props and more women's tennis than uh, I want to admit, but I just admitted it. So uh, I'm on top of this. I don't know how much you've been watching. No, I've been watching and I had... And I just I saw a moment yesterday that I absolutely love and it deserves. It was actually the first thread I ever saw the first thread video. Oh, but it was Ellie De La Cruz. Yeah, they checked his bat earlier in the game. He comes back up, hits a three run, hits a home run. As he's walking down the first baseline, turns around, holds up the bat, points at it, looks at the ump and says, check this one. That's amazing. That's like amazing. It. And we need more of that in baseball. It's a long summer. And then he we smacked Britney Spears juice. right across the face. That was weird. <laughs> no, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been, I have been paying attention to baseball, although my pick today may not, may not feel like it is, but like I have been paying attention because I'm picking the Mets. <laughs> All right. On a roll. <laughs> picking the Mets against the Diamondback. They got so. this team's number. You know, I mean, you know, and really, it's they've got the teams on. Carrasco has been good in his last two starts, eleven strikeouts in his last two. So I'm taking the Mets uh, in honor of my boy Dave Damashek. I'm not just living. I, I mean, I'm not just surviving. I'm living. I'm taking them on the money line, not the plus one and a half. Give me that. All right, I love it. There you go. Yeah, they're a plus uh, plus one twenty two against Nel Carrasco against Nelson. I am going to go uh, baseball as well. What the hell else is left? Uh, White Sox, Luis Robert, Robert, people get, uh, try to get fancy and say Robert. I, he likes Robert, Luis Robert Jr. I'll give him that. He's in the home run derby. I think he flexes his RBI muscles tonight. Um, I'm betting him to have an RBI. He's had one in three of the last four home games. He's averaged close to two a game. In fact, over that span. So give me uh Robert for an RBI at plus one twenty seven. On Caesars. Yeah, we need some we need some sports, some something. Now with this thread thing, Martin, this Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg fight is real. It's it's gotta go down. I don't see how it doesn't. It's part of our uh, July prop culture where the site of the fight where it will take place. But how much would you pay for this to watch? How much would I pay for it? Yes. Easily uh the price for Twitter blue. Whatever the monthly subscription price for Twitter Blue is, is what I would I'd pay to watch this fight. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, also, I think it would be a route. Like, I think that, like, this, what would the odds be in this? Would this, like, uh, I think they've had fictional I mean, I think odds Zuck where would be Musk a is a big favorite. favorite. Musk, Musk is a right? big favorite. 
Oh yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. I thought Zuckerberg was doing like jujitsu and all types of stuff. I don't know. I know he only I think wears he's got like shirt. thirty or forty pounds on him, right, babyface? Uh, look at the weight, but Martin is right. He does take uh, jujitsu. Yeah. He's posted videos, and uh, I, but I don't know. This is I, I have a I have a feeling this would be it would just be dragged out. Like this would go the distance. Neither would win. This would be a, a fight that would be just going on and on. I don't think either would really land a, a blow until some AI, there would be like an AI thing that would somehow find. Yeah, it would be unsatisfying and I'd lose money on it aside from even what I put up for the pay-per-view. But uh, so Musk is 51, Zuckerberg is 39. I'm not, uh, I'm trying to find a tell the tape thing. Spaghetti, do you know anything about these two? Who would win? If I, I mean, Zuckerberg, I feel like has alien quality, so I wouldn't be shocked if, uh, if he beat, if he beat Elon. Um, I know it's all the rage lately to he, to hate Elon, but I think with his size advantage, he probably Elon has a good shot to to beat Zuck. I, I am not a, a Zuck fan, so uh, I, I'd be rooting for Elon and how much I'd pay. I don't really pay for the UFC stuff, so I, I mean, I guess I could shell out twenty, thirty bucks to watch something that'd be at least entertaining and people will talk about for a week or so. All right. Uh, if they met in a cage, Zuckerberg would give up a lot of size against the Tesla boss. Zuckerberg's 5'8 and weighs around 70 kilograms. Oh, for God's sakes, what am I reading? What what country is this? What's 70 kilograms? I don't know. That's uh, I don't think that's a lot. Someone figure out what's you know, it's weird, yeah. though. When you look at uh, when you look at the two of them, I wouldn't have known that there was an 11 year gap in age. I would have thought it was closer. And yeah, I would have thought Zuckerberg looks a little bit older. I don't know if it's because he has the, the, the no, you know, uh, no facial hair or whatever. But yeah, they both look know. like they're fifty for the I, last. But jujitsu, that type of stuff scares me, man. When people, you know, when people come out saying they 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 know karate and are mm-hmm. for real, that changes yeah. the game, bro. When you know how to fight versus like just going in there off heart and nerve, right? One hundred fifty-four pounds, Zuckerberg. All right. 58154. All right. And Musk is 180, babyface. Yeah. That's that's a that's a big difference. I mean, they're both bigger, sizable, bigger than Jose Altuve, which you know, Eddie is <laughs> on Spaghetti record, take Baltimore. Yeah. Spaghetti's so. got a lot on his plate. Musk, Zuckerberg, Putin, Altuve. I don't know. I don't know. This is a lot. This is a big summer for you. All right. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. We will be back Tuesday. What do we got? We got SB Talk. We got all major league baseball all-star game. I got my kid is in the home run derby, uh, Martin, shag and fly ball. So uh, look for him in an emergency room in the Seattle area. That does it. Another episode of Extra Points. Uh, I want to thank Spaghetti. I want to thank Meatballs. I want to thank Babyface Joel Solomon and Martin Sheck. We're praying for you. We'll see you next week. And I want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs. Yes, but please remember, you're all my favorites.
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 